This is The Fit Mess with Zach and Jeremy. In the two years that we've done this show, we've dabbled in a number of wellness topics. Yoga, meditation, exercise, diet, all, all sorts of things. In this episode, we're going to put on our biohacking lab coats and we're going to get a little bit more scientific. Not too much, but just enough for those of you that are looking for ways to, to boost your energy, fight off all kinds of uh, various aging complications, and even battle a number of chronic illnesses. This is The Fit Mess. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Jeremy and his name is Zach. What's up, everyone? And let's start things off by just talking about our, our baseline energy level and, and sort of where we're coming into this episode from. Yesterday was uh, a great example of we've spent so much time in the last few weeks talking about anxiety. Uh, yesterday, I was in full anxiety mode. There was an interview that was scheduled for this morning that I played it out in my head so many times and all the ways that I could do it wrong and all the ways I could embarrass myself and humiliate myself with somebody who I greatly respect that by the end of the day, like 7.30, 8 o'clock, I was out of gas, just completely mm-hmm. drained, had nothing left. And, you know, and now today I've got a little bit of the hangover from that where I'm, I'm trying to like get back on track. So, so add that to the already complicated layer of homeschooling, working from home, COVID, can't go anywhere, can't do a lot of the exercises I used to do. You know, energy depletion, be, being exhausted lately, I think has kind of become a way of life for pretty much everybody. Yeah, I agree with that. I have been running so anxious my entire life that I don't I don't really notice it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got used to this constant feeling of being tired and always run down. Like I sleep for 10 hours, wake up and just I feel tired for the rest of the day. So like this morning, it took me like three hours before, like I really got like that foggy, I just woke up feeling to mm-hmm. go away. Do you find, cause I know you're, you're, you're constantly on the go. You're constantly either working or working on something, working on this show or just, do you find that that, does that calm you down or does that sort of distract you from being tired? Cause I've found for me, if there's a long list of things to do, I can, even if I'm tired, I can sort of dive into that to distract from the feeling of exhaustion. Yeah, it distracts me from it. So once I get the motivation to start mm-hmm. on something, right, that's the, that's the key for me. That's, that's usually the hard part. That's where I usually fall down and mm-hmm. go, oh, I didn't get anything done today because I, I couldn't get started. Once I do get started, though, it's usually not a problem. I can just power through. And I don't notice it anymore. When I stop doing whatever it is I'm doing, I notice it. You crash. Uh, most of the time I don't crash. I go, okay, I know if I keep doing something else, I won't feel tired. Mm-hmm. So I just go on to the next thing and then the next yep. thing. And um, I don't know. I, I think I appear like I get a lot done in a day, but I don't. It's, it's interesting. I, I move from one thing to the next to the next. Um, so being tired, trying to get away from that being tired with an anxious brain leads me to start a whole lot of things and not fully finish them. It's interesting. Yeah. I, I think I've become the same way. The, the more that I've sort of busied myself with picking up side work and, and doing things uh, with the time that I used to sort of spin, you know, when I was in an office and had this downtime where I couldn't, I didn't have as much control over my time where now I do. And so I've, I've sort of filled that time with a lot of other projects and other sort of busy work 
And so I'm, I'm, I'm developing more anxiety than I think I had before because I've taken on more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find that it's the same. I get to the end of the day. Yesterday was an extreme example, but, but you know, kids are a bit are in bed and it's the end of the day. And I crash way harder than I used to, even when I was like working out every day, because my, I think my mind is just running all day long in a way that it wasn't before when I had so much downtime and I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Your brain sucks a lot of energy. Some of the most draining days that I've ever had is just sitting in meetings where I had to pay attention, focus, make decisions and talk all day. Mm -hmm. And then I get done with the, you know, with the day and I feel as though I feel like I just like physically dug a ditch for like a week. I'm like that after like a party, a a social engagement where I have to interact with a lot of people. I just, I I don't, I don't know how I stay upright in those situations, but I, but I do think it is sort of a, you know, you just start grabbing vines and swinging through until you get to the end of the jungle. And then you're like, Oh God, I made it. And then you fall off the tree and you collapse in a a pile of dirt. (laughs) Yeah. It's usually a pile of dirt. (laughs) Because I didn't get the energy to vacuum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So so some of the things that, you know, there's there's basic foundational things that you can do to increase your energy. And it, it's, you know, it, counterintuitive some of it, right? Mm-hmm. If you have low energy, going to work out or doing something physically demanding isn't usually the first thing that comes into your mind. But usually if you can go work out, if you can do something physically demanding, that actually increases your energy production. Mm-hmm. So you'll have more energy going forward. Eating right, getting enough sleep. These are all like really foundational things. Sometimes that you can do. Sometimes for me, I'll uh, my default will be to go get some coffee, which I know is is kind of a short term thing. But if you if you pound a bunch of water, sometimes that is all it takes to sort of restart your your energy system and 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 kind of wake you up. Yeah, sometimes the fog, like for me anyway. Sometimes the fog is really just dehydration, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. A couple glasses of water and it, it goes away. Yeah. Those are the basic foundational things, right? If if you need more, we 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 found a guy who can help with that. Um, so we were in the interview that's coming up. We actually, this is a, a new thing for us. Um, we have two interviews coming mm-hmm. at you. One is um, Dr. Polonese, owner of Reviva Wellness in Albany, New York, uh, has a clinic where he can provide you with a supplement called NAD. Um, and he will get into all the details of what it is, why it works, how it helps. Um, but this is a, you know, kind of a superpower type um, IV drip that you can get that that helps with your energy level, anti-aging, things like that. And this is something this, that has has been kind of trendy at, at, I guess, IV bars, uh, likely before the lockdown. But this was something that people could walk into essentially mm-hmm. like a, like an alternative wellness spa stick an IV in and, and get uh, the proper dosage of NAD to attempt to boost their energy. Yep. Boost their energy, anti-aging, better recovery. Um, there's a, a whole bunch of benefits to it, which Dr. Polonese will get into. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other side of it, we have another guest who's going to talk about uh, his experience getting NAD, who he came from a, a pretty dark place from a health and wellness perspective. And NAD was one of a you know, the tools that he used to get his energy back so he could take his health and wellness to the next level. Um, so after we talk to Dr. Polonese, John Tubbs is going to come on and, and talk to us about his experience with NAD and how it helped him get to the next level of healing in his life. Yeah. And he battles Lyme disease and Crohn's disease. Uh, and he is the story that he tells about his journey from 
healthy guy on the golf course to nearly dead to now you know functioning and healthy with a and he credits a lot of that to NED. So his story is fascinating. I can't wait for you to hear it. Uh, but let's start with Dr. Polonese uh, and, and sort of some foundation work on what NAD is and how it might be beneficial for you. Well, NAD is, uh, you know, short, it's an acronym for nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide and thank goodness there's a shorter way to say that yeah (laughs) we'll stick with nad um but in 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 truth it's very simple it's a it's a vitamin it's from the family of vitamin b3 so the niacin family so nicotinamide and nad has been around for a very long time since the early 50s uh look being used for things like uh, addiction therapy uh, but over the years, with studies going on about it, we've discovered that it has many other amazing properties. Um, so NAD is sort of the shuttle for energy in the body. So when when you consume something and that thing has to get turned into energy, that happens at the level of the mitochondria in the cell. And NAD is the system that the main system that transports that energy. So the whole plus thing is basically NAD captures an, uh, an electron and it turns into NAD plus NADH and then it, it travels and releases that energy and goes back as a shuttle. So as we um, age, our NAD levels go down drastically. I mean, by the time you're 40 or 50, your NAD levels are half what they used to be when you were 20. And that means that you're less able to utilize energy, less able to recover from strenuous physical activity. And it also has a lot of other uh, effects on aging as well. So, you know, we could really get into it, but NAG, NAD increases the lifespan of the cell by affecting your telomeres. So, you know, the telomeres are the end caps of your chromosomes. Mm-hmm. And every time a cell replicates, the telomeres get shorter and shorter mm-hmm. to the point that they get so short that they don't replicate. And that would be what we would call pre-programmed cell death. So apoptosis is a name for it. So pre-programmed cell death. So if you can do something to, you know, slow down that process, if you can do something to prevent those telomeres from getting super short, then you essentially prolong the lifespan of that cell. And there are molecules in the body whose job it is to do that, and they're called the sirtuins, but they don't work without NAD. So NAD supports that system, supports lifespan, and it's involved with a lot of things uh, that support the immune system as well. So it's pretty amazing. So this is something that our body naturally produces, but produces less of, as you said, when we hit our 40s or 50s. So that explains, I, I'm guessing, uh, what, why we generally gain weight, why our body deteriorates, and, and all the things that we see as we get older is that is this right so i guess what i'm it's asking is this is this sort of the fountain of youth is this something that by injecting more of this into our body or or however we get it into our body we'll get into that in a minute but is this a way to increase our lifespan and to live longer healthier lives well it's it's we're, we're really looking into that and uh there you know researchers out of harvard people like david sinclair amazing people looking into the properties of nad as as fountain of youth so to speak Mm-hmm. Uh, there are multiple animal studies that have already been done, um, giving NAD, for example, to mice that are two months old versus two years old. And then after a while, you can't tell the difference between the two. So it's a huge, uh, 
factor in that. Wow. And um, as far as NAD, you're right. So our bodies utilize it and recycle it. But as the levels go down, then your levels just are low and replenishing it is key. So there are a lot of different ways to do that. So on the market now, there are a lot of great products that are oral NAD, NAD precursors, things that, you know, like nicotinamide riboside or nicotinamide mononucleotide. And, and they're great, but keep in mind that anything that you eat or consume goes through your GI tract. And especially with vitamins and supplements, you're losing a significant portion of them. Sure. Right? 70, 80%. So bypassing the gut is essential. So that's why taking an NAD, like a sublingual or an IV would be the the, the best direct route to get 100% absorption. Do you do five doses of this through IV right. over the course of a couple of weeks? Is that how you typically start someone out? So our protocol calls for a, a relatively high dose of NAD. Now, you know, NAD clinics and NAD med spas and or med spas offering NAD are popping up all over the place. So the key thing to ask, obviously, is if you're going to get a treatment is, you know, where, where do you source your NAD from? Mm -hmm. So obviously we get it from an FDA approved pharmacy in the United States. Uh, but there's NAD that you can get it online. So it's, you know, be very careful of the source of where you're getting it. And then the other important question is the dosage. So when you go to these clinics, typically you'll be getting 150, maybe 250 milligrams of NAD. Our protocol calls for 750 milligrams, mm. and you would get five uh, initial treatments, sort of the loading dose, and those five, you would want to get them relatively close together. So every day would be great, but logistically, it's difficult because the treatment could be two to three hours, um, the, the drip. So typically, people would get it every other day, so like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Wednesday schedule. Mm -hmm. And uh, in addition to the NAD, we also give a fast vitamin push. So the fast vitamin is given after the drip, and that fast vitamin gives you that extra boost after the treatment, and it contains basically your B-complex vitamins, all the essential amino acids, magnesium. So it kind of gives you a, a nice boost at the end of the, uh, of the NAD drip. So once you get the first five, then people usually would go on a maintenance protocol where you would get it every four weeks, every six weeks. I personally do it every four weeks, and I have people who do it every three weeks. It depends on how active you are, how physical you are, how you feel. Um, so that's the protocol. Where where does it come from? Is is it synthetically manufactured? Is it, does it does it is it taken from animals? Like how where does the NAD come from that you're injecting into people through? Well, this it's a, it's a it's a B vitamin. So okay. it's, uh, yeah, just like any B, B1, B12, B3, it's B3 vitamin. Okay. So yeah, it's just compounded in a pharmacy. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Dr. Polonese, what do people experience when they're getting IV right. NAD? Well, NAD can be a very intense, uh, therapy and you're, you are definitely going to feel it. So NAD, um, you know, it, it can cause some vasodilatation. So that means that it can. It can make you feel like you have to take a deep breath. It can make you feel a little bit congested in your airways. Uh, sometimes it makes people feel like that, that feeling you get right before you get the flu, mm. that, that, that yucky feeling, sure. you can feel that way. But NAD, it's pretty odd in how it will almost target an area where you have concerns. So, for example, I've had some patients with um, 
Lyme disease, who had chronic joint pain, and NAD just flares that part right up. Other people who have history of uh, inflammatory, inflammatory bowel disease or Crohn's disease, and they just feel it right in their stomach. Um, I've had a patient with uh, restless leg syndrome, and, and she couldn't do it sitting down. She had to get up, stretch her legs, and walk. Um, so NAD, when you take it, it really targets the, the mitochondria. It causes uh, cellular regeneration, so to speak. It's really going to get rid of all of those old uh, mitochondria, senescent cells. And I think that process also can make you feel um, very odd. It's almost like, you know, after you have an intense workout and you get all that lactic acid buildup in your muscles and then that all releases. So you can really feel achy, um, joint pain, muscle pain. Um, not that it's painful, but just an achiness. And I, when I do it myself, I personally feel it right in my chest, almost like a heaviness. And I feel like I have to take a deep breath. Mm. But the beauty of it is that it's very easily regulated. And ju just by slowing the drip down, that wave will pass. And the key thing is to find that steady, comfortable state where you're feeling it, but it's not uncomfortable and you can tolerate it. And that's where you will get through it, like he said, in, in under two hours. And I have people who do it in you know under 30 minutes. But the average is about an hour and a half to two hours. And so the, the effect of this, I guess, uh, aside from helping with chronic pain and, and pain issues and that sort of thing. If I'm a normal, healthy person, I'm work out four or five times a week, you know, eat right, all that. How would this help me? Well, first of all, it depends on how old you are and, you know, because you may react different ways to strenuous and physical exercise. So I can give an example for me because I'm 55 and I've been doing NAD now for two, two years, two and a half years. And the recovery that I get now after strenuous physical effort, after doing CrossFit, for example, is dramatically different than it was before I was doing this. So I'm able to recover from physical effort more easily, and I'm able to exert myself much more than I could before. The other thing that it does for me is uh, it gives me that mental clarity. So it's almost like, you know, sometimes you, you, you're sluggish, you're in a fog. Yeah, you, you don't feel alert and awake. Get uh, out of my head. That's afternoon. where I am right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it just, it just makes you awake. Like, you know, I, like, I don't drink coffee. I never have. But, so I've, I've never needed anything like that. But sure. this just gives me that mental clarity that just gives an extra boost that I need. Okay. Uh, and also, you know, like I said before, it was initially developed to treat uh, addiction disorder, and it still is. Like if you go to uh, a rehab clinic, I mean, NAD sometimes is a big part of the protocol where you will get a very high dose, like a thousand milligrams per day for 10 days straight. Wow. So it almost like it rewires your brain. It, 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 it breaks that cycle of addiction. And I can tell you some interest, interesting stories. You know, I've had a lot of people get treated for NAD and then they'll come back and say something like, you know, it's funny. I usually have a couple glasses of wine every night. And since I've been doing this, I just don't feel like I need it or want it. And they, so they weren't looking for it for mm -hmm, that, mm -hmm. but it, it kind of automatically did that. And it's also one more thing about it. It's, it's really good for uh, improving anxiety. Uh, that because, was my next question. Yeah, because I've had a lot of patients, you know, it's very prevalent nowadays. A lot of people are taking anti-anxiety medication and it really helps take the edge off of that. So, um, 
Yeah, I'll speak on that one. I um I actually didn't quite realize it, but I've I've only I've only had four treatments, but even after three treatments, I noticed after the fact that I was I was significantly less anxious. Um my my test and or my my anxious test is having to take a left-hand turn into traffic. Like I don't know what it is about <laughs> that, but it just it just I, I fret about it for like 10 minutes before I have to make the turn. I will take three right-hand turns just to bypass the left. And as I was leaving uh, Dr. Polonese's clinic, I came out of the parking lot and took a left onto a, a, you know, a two-lane road, a pretty busy road. And after I got into traffic and started driving, I was like, wait a minute. I just took a left-hand turn and I, it didn't bother me in any way, shape, or form. It and was... just so everybody knows, that is a really bad left-hand turn. <laughs> it's horrible traffic, and even I have problems with that left-hand turn. So I was very impressed by that. <laughs> we just solved all of the nation's traffic problems with the uh, one simple medication. It's amazing. There you um, go. Well, that. So, what about on the other side of that? Because Zach, uh, Zach runs anxious. I battle depression uh, pretty regularly. Is this something that would help me? Well, you know it. Um, it's definitely going to increase your energy levels. And sometimes depression can be related to low energy. Mm -hmm. So it would be uh, definitely something that could boost your overall mental alertness. So could it help for that? It, it definitely could. Okay. I'm yeah. so, so I am curious. This is something that um, I, I don't obviously don't know a lot about this, but one thing I do know about it is that it tends to be on the expensive side. Is this something that can be covered right. with insurance? Is this something, is there, if, if the financial barrier is there, how can I take advantage of this? You know, it's a, it's a good point and a, lot, a point a lot of people bring up all the time. And I find it unfortunate that, you know, insurance companies don't cover wellness. Mm -hmm. They'll cover illness. They'll yes. cover you when you're sick. They'll pay money for that, but they won't cover something like this that could prevent a lot of things. Right. So unfortunately, right now, it's not covered by insurance and it is relatively expensive and also not readily available, mm -hmm. but it is coming up, popping up in a lot more places. And you can find it relatively inexpensive. But then the, the, the issue with that, though, is what dosage are you getting? Sure. And that's the key. So and I, we found that in order for it to be effective, um, the higher doses are required, 750 and even higher than that. I have a couple um, patients that, you know, they've had long lasting chronic issues. So we found that a thousand milligrams is what helps them the most. Um, but once you get into those dosages, though, you really have to be, look, there's no ma major negative side effect to it, but it can make some people nauseous. It can make you feel, you know, have a in pretty intense feeling. So um, I give patients anti-nausea medicine. It helps, takes the edge off mm -hmm. and monitor them closely while they're getting the treatment. So all those things are important. But just to go back to your initial question, unfortunately, right now it's not covered by insurance and prices do vary, but... There are some places like the, you know, New York, LA, where it's extremely expensive. Sure. What kind of medical issues can NAD treat for people who are not normal or healthy? Right. Well, I would be very careful by using the word treat because NAD is a vitamin. It's a supplement. It's going to um, really assist a lot of the things that are going on, but it's not going to, for example, treat Lyme disease. So right. that's a good example of um, what it can help with, because especially in my area in the Northeast, Lyme disease is very prevalent. And people who get Lyme, very often they don't know they have it until much later. 
So then they develop a lot of co-symptoms. So they'll develop things like joint pain and neurological symptoms and mental fog. And the reason for that is because, you know, the Lyme spirochete burrows into the cell and basically wreaks havoc with your mitochondrial function. So uh, by disrupting mitochondrial function, you're disrupting energy formation and you're disrupting all of the normal processes in the body. So you'll have a lot of fatigue, uh, difficulty recovering from physical effort, mental fog, and all of those things. And then, so NAD will help that process by restoring mitochondrial function. But technically, it's obviously, it's not treating the original problem, which is Lyme disease. So you'd have to have that treated as well, efficiently. But then, you know, NAD will support how you feel and your, and your overall symptoms uh, secondarily. Uh, another good example is um, uh, like your uh, inflammatory bowel disease or, or Crohn's disease or those in, or autoimmune processes that affect, for example, your gut. And then that will create issues with leaky gut. Leaky gut will then lead to inflammation. Inflammation will lead to all of the other symptoms that you have. And that's where NAD comes in and will help support those systems. So it's... Um, it's about supporting the body, restoring your energy levels, and that will help you with all the other issues. So it's so not- it can actually treat things. It, it can put your body into a better balance and better foundation exactly. to help you work with whatever the treatment is for whatever you're battling. Correct. Right. Um, on the um, access to it um, perspective, we talked about going to a clinic like yours. We've seen online there are pills that you can you can buy through Amazon there it's a hundred bucks a bottle or whatever. Is that right? I, I, I don't want to ma- have you make the value judgment, but is it worth someone laying down a hundred bucks on those pills? Are they going to do functionally anything for somebody? I would, I would answer that by saying it's, it's better than nothing mm-hmm. because if you can boost your NAD levels in any way, it's a good thing to do. Um, but it's all, it's also be very careful where you're sourcing these things. Now there are a lot of really good companies that, um, that, you know, we get supplements from and I'm not going to mention them, but you know, there's some really good ones where you can, um, get NAD precursors that are very good, but no matter what company it is, it's still an oral product. So Mm -hmm. it's going to go through your GI tract. So that's why you're never going to get the higher levels that you can get with, uh, an IV, you know, um, IV route. So that's why, uh, the IVs is the best route, but uh, a lot of people do ask me, you know, what are ways that I could just sustain my NAD levels, like in between IV treatments, because again, it's relatively expensive. You're not going to be getting an IV every week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So typically people will get it, you know, like I said, once a month, once every six weeks. So in between, there are a couple good ways. Uh, there's some NAD nasal sprays. Uh, so the level's lower, but it's a mucosal absorption. So it's really good and direct absorption and that bypasses the gut as well. And we also have, uh, we use quite often, uh, NAD patch. So this is a patch where you would put the medication on the patch, but it's a, it's a iontophoresis, which means that the patch has a little battery in it and that creates a small electrical current kind of open up the the channels through the skin and it facilitates transdermal absorption. Oh, interesting. So that's a really good way to do it too. And then that's relatively inexpensive and you can do the patch 
you know, once a week. And is that something someone needs to go to a clinic to get, or you can buy that at any pharmacy? How does that work? Well, the, 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 the patch itself doesn't have anything on it. So the medication is the NAD that you need to have a prescription for. You need to get that from a physician or a clinic. And then the pat, the medication would then go on the patch. Got it. And then you apply it to your skin and you leave it on there for about four hours and it steadily boosts your NAD levels. So, um, so anything that bypasses the gut. There, is there anything important that we've left out, uh, either Zach or uh, Dr. Polonis, uh, that, that you want to make sure we get in here? No, it's uh, that was very comprehensive. I just would add that uh, the responses to NAD are, are very different because, again, people are always coming to it with different things in their bag, you know, so uh, different concerns, different issues. So for me, when I did it, I'm going to give you a couple things that uh, patients have told me that have just found very interesting. So when I did it, I didn't, I was doing it in the beginning because, you know, I wanted to see what this was about, experience it. Of course, I was never going to prescribe or give anything to patients that I wasn't willing to do myself. Sure. Um, so I did the first five and I remember thinking after the first two, I felt absolutely nothing, nothing. I said, Oh my God, this, does this even work? Right. But, you know, I was coming to it. What I wasn't, I didn't have Lyme disease. I didn't have any major, major issues. I was just older and, you know, not recovering as well as I used to, which like everybody feels that, well, that's just normal. Mm -hmm. But I distinctly remember after my third treatment, I was uh, driving along and I had to, it's kind of one of those awake moments. That I, and I realized to myself, oh my God, there's nothing that feels bad. And there's no ache, there's no pain, there's nothing, there's, there's always something, right? Right, right. But there was nothing, and I just felt great. I felt alert. I felt like I had to pull over and write something down, you know, that that kind of thing, where you wake up with ideas. I just felt like my mind was awake, and everything just seemed brighter and clearer. And I said, oh, this is what they're talking about. Okay. And then as I finished my fifth treatment, that's where I really started feeling sort of the energizing feeling afterwards. And then now, after about four weeks now, I start feeling like, oh, you know what? I'm starting to feel that little little slower and I start to feel like I need my, my NAD treatment. Um, but as an example, I had another gentleman who was um, older, a little overweight, but he, he did the first five. And after, after the fifth one, he said, and he wasn't, he didn't mince words. He said, I feel absolutely nothing. And I felt terrible. I said, oh my God, <laughs> this guy did the whole treatment, felt nothing. And two weeks later, I called him as a follow-up. And he says to me, oh, my God, you know, when I told you I felt nothing, a couple days later, I just felt this wave of energy. I felt amazing. And then over the ensuing two weeks, he lost 12 pounds. He was doing oh all God. this. And I was like, you couldn't have called me to tell me that? You left me hanging. You left me with the, you know, really, you're just going to call me and tell me that. All right, fascinating stuff. That is Dr. Polonese with the Reviva Wellness uh, Clinic in Albany, New York. Their, their website, by the way, if you want to learn more, is reviva-wellness.com. We'll put a link to that on our website on the show page uh, for this episode. And now we're going to shift to a, a friend of Zach's in New York who has experienced this firsthand and has seen tremendous benefit from it. Zach, set this up for us a little bit. Yeah, so my buddy John Tubbs, uh, he, he's been doing NAD treatments with Dr. Polonese, and he's got uh, an amazing story of road to recovery and NAD was part of it. 
uh, John and I just played golf the other day. I don't think NAD helped with that part of it, <laughs> but I think it did help with a lot of other things in his life. And uh, I can't wait for everyone to hear his story. I'll start with the story of how I contracted Lyme, but it, it kind of ties in with who I am as a person. Um, you know, and more recently, and this is where the NAD has kind of, you know, validated a lot of what I've already, already known, but um, I know you guys and Zach touches on it a little bit on the woo-woo side of life, right? And uh, I, I'd say being a, a massage therapist and somebody that's been into health and wellness ever since I was a young kid, you know, the spiritual aspect of how it all tied into health and wellness was always kind of a little further out there for me. And it wasn't, you know, my comfortable place to, to visit, um, especially when I was in massage school. Um, that's a lot of what we would touch on is the woo woo mm -hmm. and, uh, and how it connected to health and wellness and, you know, things like that. And, um, so, uh, you know, 13 years ago in my, you know, later twenties, um, you know, really active guy and, you know, sports and everything. And, uh, you know, actually Zach helped me pick up one of my favorite pastimes again. Well, I wouldn't say favorite because I'm terrible at it, but, uh, golfing was something I did in my later 20s, assuming that, you know, I'm in the business world and I'm entrepreneur. Maybe this is a good skill to learn, you know, because, you know, this is an activity a lot of like, you know, uh, executives and business types like to do. And it's a good way to connect and conversate to maybe hopefully network and do more business. But so I'm out at a, a golf outing with a bunch of guys and, uh, and, you know, I'm just starting my business out and trying to make good first impressions. Well, sure enough, what do I do? I hit my ball into the weeds and knowing that, and this was again, 13 years ago, I don't think there was much awareness around Lyme disease, mm -hmm. but because I was in the health and wellness world already, I had heard about it. I kind of understood, you know, the basic, you know, mechanics of the disease, but never really took it much, you know, seriously there. Mm -hmm. I was just like, kind of laughed it off. I was just like, oh yeah, it's that thing, like a tick bites you and you, you, you can potentially die. Yeah. Right. So right. that small can have that much of an impact. But here I hit my ball in the weeds and literally as an impasse, somebody who considers himself to feel and sense things more intuitively, I knew I shouldn't be going into those weeds to go get that ball. Like just something told me I shouldn't do it. But the guy who I'm trying to, you know, gain his, his trust and hopefully his confidence in my business, he goes after, goes into the weeds looking for my ball. And so I'm like, wait, well, I can't let this guy go after my ball. Right. So even with the hesitation from that intuitive place, I still went in there. And so we play our full game round of golf. And about a week later, now I, at this point, I already had my training in anatomy, physiology. I kind of already knew a lot of the, um, epidemiology signs and symptoms of skin rashes on the body and so sure enough a week goes by and i see this bullseye rash on my my rib cage and i'm just like oh i know what that is but again you know kind of with my misguided you know unconscious thinking around the disease um i kind of you know sloughed it off i said oh it's just it's kind of like a mosquito bite i'll go get it checked out if it's if it gets any more serious yeah so Three weeks goes by and it got more serious um, to the point I started having like flu-like symptoms. I was, you know, 
having all sorts of neurological issues. I'd start to have a Bell's palsy where my mouth, you know, started to sag and droop. My face was drooping. Um, had all these nervous ticks and tick twitches, and it became very clear that you know this is something that I should not be taking lightly. So I did the traditional, you know, you go to your doctor, standard of care. You know, he did the Lyme test. Sure enough, I tested positive. Puts me on a 30-day cycle of doxycycline. And again, this was the first kind of window into the bigger world of conventional medicine because Zach probably knows more of my background, my story. Like I would say that was kind of the start of it all for this cascading effects of, you know, symptom after symptom, like, you know, deeper depression, deeper, you know, weight loss, like all these things just started changing. And the more I went towards conventional medicine, the more I realized they, they were severely lacking in any tools that could be, you know, helpful mm -hmm. um, in overcoming my, my challenges or my situation. So, you know, again, I, I went down that road of trying, you know, antibiotic therapy after antibiotic therapy, and I just kept getting sicker and sicker. And so it wasn't until I discovered actually therapeutic grade essential oils and started looking more at my diet that I was able to start making some shifts. Um, but that was, again, just like a window into seeing what other tools were out there. Mm -hmm. And so there was a good period of time with my health, with my Lyme, I had it pretty managed using therapeutic grade essential oils and using, you know, my diet and nutrition. Um, later on, and again, we can probably talk more. Um, that's when some other diseases and other things came into my life that like, you know, reopened the window of Lyme disease again. So just for, for our people that don't know, we've talked about it, I think on one other show, but just if you can sort of briefly give us a snapshot of what is, what is a day in the life with Lyme disease? What does it physically do to your body? Yeah. So physically the fatigue, we could commit a whole entire podcast to what the actual fatigue is because I think a lot of times I've and this is where you know you notice when you go out in the public and you start kind of telling your story it, and we're such a society that's so fixated on the outside surface layer of of life that yeah. we can't get past what our own eyes can see mm -hmm. and that's where I think a lot of people especially with COVID really need to be educated more as to you might not present symptoms on the surface like you may look like me who looks healthy on the outside but what's happening internally on the inside can be a whole different story mm -hmm. and a lot of times when people kind of dismiss it like i did in the past i say it's literally like having like world war three go on in the inside of your body um, every system of your body is affected by this um so fatigue being the biggest one that you hear from a lot of people that, you know, have chronic uh, Lyme, I would kind of compare it to, you know, if you're an athlete or somebody who, you know, does more of these like big, you know, marathon things, if you just did like the Ironman and ran every mile, swam, you know, every distance and biked every, you know, square inch and like came into the finish line, that's how it feels every day. Jeez. Like. <laughs> You feel like you just ran the longest marathon of your life and every ounce of your, your body's systems is using all its available energy to just keep you alive. And again, like when people say they're tired and, are, are, and 
And I know a lot of people try to be kind and, you know, try to relate with you. But it's <laughs> until you've met somebody that has that level of exhaustion, right. like you really, you don't fully know it. Um, so that's where, again, when I help coach people, I always guide them towards groups of people that they can relate with, like finding a support group because there's so much one you can you can actually feel that somebody can genuinely relate mm -hmm. and there's a lot of power in that because and you know i go back to my thinking about um even just creating anything of success in your life you don't have to reinvent the wheel just look to the people that have already done it before mm -hmm. and so that's that's where my thinking went was when i first started you know trying to understand this and really put together a care plan I was like, okay, who do I need to seek out who has already done this or has already maybe figured out some aspects of this? And so, so for me, it's, it's always going back to finding those people that might have already discovered those tools. And this, as we talk more about NAD, this is a tool that was never mentioned. And again, it's still kind of really newer in the sense of um, a healthcare tool, but I realized from my health and just the protocol of putting it all together to keep that balance again, it has to start with your energy. It has to start. That's the foundation of everything. Mm -hmm. You know, this 13 years has been really, you know, constantly going down rabbit holes and pulling out tools that can be useful. But I'd say in the last year, and this is where NAD has really dramatically changed my health is figuring out that that baseline has to start with your energy. Interesting. Tell me about what NAD did to your energy and how that filled your tank, so to say. My first treatment, and this is how I knew I was so depleted because now Dr. Polonese explained to me, he goes, usually, you know, it's going to take five treatments to you know, get you into a place where you're, you're starting to change your, ener your mitochondrial energy. And my first treatment, now usually every night I'll go out for an evening walk, clear my head. It's an act of meditation for me. And this time I, I, I decided I was going to listen to some music on the walk. Well, uh, and it was during COVID and everything. And so I really needed to, like, again, ground myself. But I needed something to also keep me you know, a little more focused. And I was using music at the time. And so I'm going for my walk and all of a sudden there's this great song with a great tempo. And all of a sudden I'm just saying to myself, you know what, let me see what it'd be like to run because Jeremy, I haven't run in like over 10 years. I haven't actively pushed myself like, you know, um, too hard because whenever I did that, that would put me into a really deep line flare sure. that would just crash my body out. So any exercise was very moderately done. It was mostly yoga or, you know, some lighter form of, you know, weight training or something. Um, so as I'm listening to the music kick up in tempo, I'm noticing the pace of my running is now picking up to the point it's a sprint. Now I'm on a road that's a 30 mile per hour road. And this car that's traveling down the road, I'm essentially keeping up with it. Now I'm not claiming that I'm running 30 miles an hour but <laughs> right i'm running at a pace that i never would once you know run or at least in the last decade and to the point i kept that tempo up where by the time i got back to the house now at this point it had I maybe left the house at like eight ish and it was like now 10 ish 
And my wife is like concerned. So finally I get home and she's like, where the hell were you? Like, I thought you said you went for a walk. Like, and I was, I was like, yeah, I, I went for a run and I don't know how far I went. And so I had my phone on me. I pull out Google maps. Well, I check it. Sure enough, I had run six miles. Oh my God. And at a print, uh, at a pace that I would say was, you know, closer to a really heavy jog to, uh, like a very fast sprint. Wow. Consistently. And so I had been doing my treatments every other day. So that was number one treatment, number one. And by, I got to my second treatment that was on a Monday. I went in on a Wednesday for my second one. And I, I'm like elated. Like, I'm just so excited with what just happened. You know, so I'm telling Dr. Polonese, I'm like, you're never going to believe it. I ran six miles straight. I have all this energy. And he's like, now can't, now don't you see that that's showing you how sick you really were. Like, that's not a normal reaction to NAD. Like normally like you'd have to do like 10 or maybe even 15 treatments to have that level of energy, like, you know, enhancement. Yeah. And and I'm like, well, you know, I want to keep doing more, you know, if this, if this is just one, you know, it's got to get better from here. And that's where I realized like, that was kind of like the beginner's luck, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I really believe that the universe always conspires in our favor to push us in a direction that's going to be for our benefit. And so anytime, and I've noticed this in my 20 years of practice, anytime somebody takes that first initiative or step to do something good, the universe will say, yep, here you go. I'm going to give you a good uh, situation out of your first try. After that, it's usually like "Mm, not so good Mm -hmm. because it's a test. It's a test of your willpower and your discipline. And so by my third treatment, now I was having a much different reaction. I remember coming home that day and I was just like, all right, I'm ready to go tackle the world. I'm going to have all this energy. And what had happened was my body crashed. Mm. And, and this is where I, I had to go back to all my training and go back to all my experience of 20 years and ask myself the question, what is truly happening here? Because it's so easy for our mind to go to the place of negativity and and I know depending on where you are in the world, it can be a really steep investment. Like I, I was looking into it, you know, in LA and uh, New York, you can pay for the same treatment that I got, you know, upwards of 10 or 15 grand, um, you know, just for that same treatment. So here I was, I was going back to my, my training and saying, okay, what is the real truth here? Um, what is really happening? And after you know, listening to my intuition by asking those deeper questions, it was a reminder that yes, my body needed this compound to do its healing, but in order to heal, now it has to go back and rest to, you know, again, reorganize all those things that have been operating from such a dysfunctional place for so long. And I I had to even go back and to think like, okay, I'm using this to treat my Lyme and my, my Crohn's and my Crohn's disease. But what else is, was also there in my, my life that was probably operating from a dysfunctional place. And I even thought back into, um, notice some of the effects of the compound have actually also increased my conscious awareness. Like my mental clarity has been really acutely, you know, 
uh, changed and like really fine tuned. And so I kind of went back and I thought, you know, even further back in my life, I'm like, well, think about your upbringing. Like, it's not just the physical symptoms. What's going on emotionally in your life that this compound is also reorganizing? Mm -hmm. And, you know, Zach and I had shared a lot in the time that we've known each other, but I think we share a lot of similarities in our upbringings, right? Like, I came from a very dysfunctional household, um, you know, a lot of yelling, a lot of abuse. And in that, I realized my nervous system was locked in this, you know, traumatic state. And I carried that through even into my adult years where a lot of my patterns were my, my nervous system was, you know, essentially locked in a dysfunctional pattern. And the more and more I um, check into the Lyme communities, I realize a lot of people that are stuck in their healing also come from these same backgrounds. Mm. And so I've actually consulted with many Lyme practitioners where they are seen in a lot of their research where uh, the brains of people with this chronic illness of Lyme also have these patterns where their amygdalas are also showing signs of trauma. And so that's where I'm like, hmm, like, is this kind of like a spiritual thing that's happening where like maybe because my nervous system being the way it was, like was also like setting me up for the, the dysfunction of this this disease once it kind of interacted with these microbes. And, you know, I know it's a, a really like far reach to, you know, start asking those questions. And that's where I know like science can't quite study that yet because we don't have the tools to measure it. Mm -hmm. But I really see that Lyme was actually a spiritual kind of like awakening for my life to clear up all that trauma from my, my past and to, again, break a cycle that I won't carry on to my children. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and that's where NAD, I feel, has really given me more of that clarity to even go deeper into my meditations to understand what are the deeper layers to my healing. I'm curious, you mentioned the sort of the, the trauma and how it, it, it is super interesting that so many people have that connection, that there's the, the emotional sort of precursor to not that, not that one causes the other, but perhaps makes you more susceptible to Lyme or whatever may come along. Um, but I love what you said about how your Lyme became the spiritual thing, because that's something that I have to remind myself almost <laughs> every minute of the day. Uh, and it goes back to one of my favorite authors who we'll be, we'll be talking to soon, but just the whole idea that the obstacle is the way that like the, that the challenges that life throws at us. I mean, I, I don't know. You, you can believe that we're all on this rock by accident. I've, I've seen and felt things that tell me otherwise. And that is really weird for me to even hear myself saying that. Cause I was not the guy that believed that six, seven years ago, but those challenges big and small are all there to help us grow. Man. And so I'm curious, has that, has that helped you with the other, like maybe the more trivial challenges in your life? Like just, does this, does this offer a perspective for you where it's like, Oh, well that's not worth getting worked up about. That's not worth my energy to put there. Has it, has it sort of shifted your perspective on, on life uh, in other ways? Oh my God. So, yeah. Um, so I belong to a, a community of like more of these spiritual, um, light workers, they would call themselves. And, and a lot of them have their own traumas. Right. And I believe that 
everything, all those years, and you know, so Lyme isn't just my only thing I deal with. I also have ulcerative clays and Crohn's disease, you know, which also tie in, you know, they kind of play off each other. Mm. Um, but everything that it took me to get back on my feet physically, you know, like I don't mind sharing this because I think it's important to know about four years ago, I was dying in the hospital, Crohn's disease. Like at this point, it was a decision as to whether remove my colon for good um, or be put on a chemo drug. Um, I was wasted away to like a hundred pounds, you know, like my wife wouldn't even come to visit me because after she heard the news of me, you know, making some really poor choices, I had a community, like a business community that completely up and left me. I mean, my life collapsed. I was alone and dying in a hospital. And literally, I remember looking at my life, like kind of taking that 15,000 foot view and just being like, I have two choices here. I can be in surrender mode or this is where I can totally reinvent myself. Like I can turn it all the way around. It's like, it's going to be like turning the Titanic, you know, it's Mm going to be (laughs) tough, but watch out for that iceberg. Watch out for that iceberg. (laughs) (laughs) But those are my only two options. And, and, and so it was, and I just remember like literally being so out of myself that there was this inner voice that was just like, you know, like gave me that, that bigger clarity of what that bigger choice I needed to make. And, and behind it was, you're going to need to do this work to help others help themselves do their work. A year and a half ago, I told my wife, the big moment that's going to affect this planet and like, we're all going to make it up and I'm going to know what to do with ourselves. And she's like, what the hell are you talking about? And when COVID hit, I realized, and going back on the question that you asked was, everything that was put into my life, the situation, all the situations, 13 years of struggle of my health was put in my life to prepare me for this moment, Mm -hmm. to prepare me to help others get through these more challenging times. Because right now, I am so detached emotionally to what's happening with COVID. I have no fear. I have no concern for me, my family's health, anybody's, because I know I have the tools, the knowledge, the skills, and the ability to go seek out what it is that I need to get for my health and my well-being and anybody else that's connected to me. I just know because everything I've been through, it's given me the emotional, you know, um, support, you know, the confidence. And so, for me, it was the spiritual awakening to say, this was the moment to prepare you to be a bigger guide for everybody else. And I see it like right now, like so many people are coming to me as a massage therapist, as a practitioner, and they're looking more for that spiritual support. They may come in thinking they need a physical relief mm-hmm. you know, from their pain, but their pain is coming from a much deeper yep. place. Absolutely. And and that's where like everybody's missing those tools. Society has never given us these tools. Yeah. Conventional medicine won't even, you know, like put a candle to it. And yeah. and this is where I really believe this is that bigger moment for us to go inward and reflect to know where we need to be in an emotional state and a place to know how to navigate more of these challenges. So Lyme was the biggest 
thing in my life, the biggest gift in my life to open up my heart and to open up my conscious awareness. Uh, I imagine that you would not recommend that anyone go uh, digging around in the weeds to try and get Lyme disease, to have that, uh, that epiphany, that awakening. What, no. uh, what advice, what, what sort of a takeaway do you have for someone who's just, you know, otherwise healthy, living their life, trying to get through COVID They're They're like many of your clients looking for that spiritual clarity, that, that answer, whatever, what do you, what do you offer to them to, to help them through this time? What's, what, what would be your one takeaway? So it always goes back to our energy, right? If your energy is not in a restorative place, if it's not balanced, and this is where I feel NAD can be the tool for many people to reorganize their energetic centers, whether it be physical or even emotional in nature, it requires our energy of our body to be in a balanced state. And if you think about it, we're depleting that energy so rapidly because of all the conscious attention we're putting towards fear right now mm -hmm. so that is totally wrecking people's health in major ways because and this is that's the biggest takeaway i would give people is where is your focus right now because that will determine the energetic outcomes and you know solutions for for your life right like if you're putting your your attention on that fear, you're just depleting all your vital energy that could keep your immune system healthy and supportive that might protect you from COVID. You know, so so that's where I tell people, and it doesn't, it, again, it doesn't have to be like, everybody's got to run out and get a, NAD. <laughs> right. You can do things to restore your energy without that tool. But if you're somebody that struggles, you know, that could be the tool that helps to open that door for you. And again, I'm not saying it's the, the silver bullet for everybody. It can be, I believe, a compound that can open that door to not only restore your physical energy, but open up your conscious awareness. Because for the 15 patients that I probably already set, uh, Dr. Polonese, many of them are my own clients, they're all reporting the same thing where they have like this greater awareness, but they feel like lighter and they feel like something has shifted where now they have more energy to get through the day and, you know, just be able to take on more of those challenges. And in, in doing that too, they're also aware of where they want to displace their energy and where they don't because they are conscious there like, oh man, I would really deserve doing that. I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. So I think when you, you change that focus as to where you're putting your energy, you'll be very more um, in tune as to how you should share it and how you shouldn't. Okay, that is John Tubbs, uh, an incredible story of uh, overcoming major medical obstacles and, and really amazing that he found a solution in, in this NAD treatment. Uh, I, we should probably stress, this is not something you want to mess around with. If you're walking into some clinic, make sure that the people that, that are um, offering it, that, that it's, they know where it comes from, that it is sourced well. That kind of stuff. If you can go to a place like Revival Wellness, where it is an actual doctor that is actually administering it, I would I would recommend that over, you know, your local juice shop if they happen to have a a, a drip corner and and they're functioning these days. So not something you want to mess around with, uh, but certainly a, an opportunity for those that are are really struggling with a, a number of chronic illnesses 
or or all the other things we've already mentioned uh, in this interview. Yeah, and I've heard several stories now from other people, right? It's not just the, you know, uh, chronic illness. It's it's normal everyday people who who can go and do this and get, you know, boost of energy and just, you know, enough to get by um and and help with the the anti-aging like Dr. Polonese talked about. So, you know, you don't have to be deathly ill to go do this. It can have benefits across the board. Definitely, definitely. Uh, with that, we have gone on much longer than we normally do, so we're going to wrap things up. Before we go, we want to thank Athletic Brewing Company for sponsoring us. Uh, my beer, my beer fridge is empty. I got to get me some some Athletic Brew. I, I've I got really uh, into a habit of having one or two a night in the last couple of days because it's been a little stressful, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and no alcohol. So again, guilt free drinking of uh, craft delicious beers. Can't thank Athletic Brewing Company enough for being on board. Uh, also, if you're looking to support this show, aside from buying Athletic Brewing Company beer, you can buy merchandise, uh, logoed merchandise, fitness merchandise, T-shirts, mugs, hats, all the things. There's a link to that on our website. Uh, if if you, like us, enjoy our logo as much as we do. And I highly recommend the sweatshirts. So yeah? I, I bought the sweatshirt. It is like, um, so my wife stole it from me nice. because it's super soft. It's super warm, but it's super soft as well. And it, it just feels really good. I also, you can get like workout shirts there too. Mm -hmm. So I bought a whole bunch of those and I've been working out in those. They're like, they're really nice and comfortable. So I always get hesitant when I buy things like this from a site. Yep. You know, you haven't tried it on, you don't know what's coming, but this stuff is actually really comfortable, fits well. So and go buy some. And we've got sales regularly. So follow us on social media to find out when you can get discounts on that stuff if it's something you're not quite ready to do just yet. Uh, also, um, want to ask you to sign up for our email newsletter. We send it out every week with just sort of uh, some tips on things that we're working on uh, just in terms of our own fitness, reminders about current episodes, uh, tips about upcoming episodes, and also giveaways. We've been giving away books from a number of the authors that we've had on. Next week, if you can believe it, we're going to talk to... Ryan Holiday, the uh, master marketer, the uh, author of many books on stoicism. Brilliant, brilliant dude. His new book is fantastic. I cannot wait to share the interview with you that uh, that we have with him. And we're going to share his new book with you. So if you have not signed up for our newsletter, please do that. And that's where we draw our winners to send out uh, copies of books from the various authors that we talk to. So with all that business out of the way, we will uh, thank you again for listening and subscribing on whatever podcast player you use to to listen to shows like this one. Thank you so much for the support and for being there and for sharing uh, this episode or or just telling a friend about it because uh, we need your help to help grow this little show. So thank you for your time. We will see you again next week at thefitmess.com. Take care, everyone. We know this podcast is amazing and does not seem to lack anything, but we do need a legal disclaimer. Jeremy and Zach are not doctors. They do not play them on the Internet, and even if they did play them on the Internet, they would be really bad at it. Please consult your physician prior to implementing any changes that you heard on this podcast. The listener assumes that Jeremy and Zach do not know what they are talking about and that you will do your own research on the topics talked about on this podcast.